What's up, y'all? Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash Froesha's World. With over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, audible.com is the premier provider for digital audiobooks. It's using Audible that I got to read books like The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae, I'm Judging You by Lovey Ajayi, and many more. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash Froesha's World for your free book. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What's up, y'all? You are now entering Froesha's World. My bad, dog. <clears throat> I was just trying to blow, you know, the dust off my microphone. But um, I'm back. We back. We back. Yeah. Um, this is Mo. Mo dollars. Mo money. Mo problems. Um, in case you guys forgot who I was, in case you guys missed me, I heard y'all was out in the streets asking about me. Well, guess what, girl? I'm here. I'm excited. Um, I'm done traveling for work. So now I can like focus on my podcast again. And that's been um, very exciting for me as well. Um, But yeah, so let's jump right in. I have a special guest for you guys today, which you'll hear a little bit later. Um, And I also have tons to catch you up on in story time about all the things that have been happening to me. Um, while I was away and I wasn't able to tell you guys a lot of the stuff. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about what you, what got your girl shook. Um, first is that, um, Donald Trump is still president. Like I'm just constantly shaken up by that. Um, secondly, Demi Lovato is <laughs> She's really been stepping on my neck lately and I don't really appreciate it. Like she's been doing a lot. Like she's been giving us looks. She's been giving us fashions. She's been giving us beats. Like I don't know who her makeup artist is, but yes, queen. Okay. Yes. And the last thing that got me shook is Rihanna's new lip color that she's releasing. I already told y'all when Fenty Beauty was first coming out that I don't even wear makeup, but I will wear a beat down for Rihanna. And it, it, it still stands. The offer still stands. Um, when she releases this lip color, I can't. I think it's coming out beginning of December. Um, I will be purchasing. Um, so I just, I, I'm just shook. I'm shaking to the core. Okay. Um, but yeah, so those are just a few things that had me shook. I just, I mean, a lot of things have shaken me up during my, what was this? A three month hiatus. God, it felt like a year. Like y'all, I was out in these streets stressed the hell out because I didn't have y'all to talk to. Like nobody was there for me. Nobody was listening to my problems. I couldn't really, you know, share, share the real tea about my stories you know, I was on Snapchat, like trying to, trying to go back to telling, to tell the stories on Snap. And it was just awkward because I just, 
I knew that I wasn't reaching the amount of people that I normally reach on my podcast. So I'm just, I'm just happy to be back, man. Like I really am like, and podcasting is such like a stress relief for me. It's kind of a creative outlet. So I'm happy to have that opportunity to do that. Now, moving on into the next segment, of course, is tunes. So y'all know that 50 million bajillion projects have come out since um, we last spoke, but and I think my last episode was just tunes. So I talked a little bit about newer projects that were that were out at that time, and I think that might have been like a month ago that I gave that. But let's talk about just a few. Obviously, I could talk about music for the whole dog on episode, but we're not gonna do that. <laughs> Um, the first thing that I want to talk about or a project that I want to talk about is T-Pain. Um, he released an album on Friday called Oblivion is, it's got some bangers on there. He even brought back Tiffany Evans. Yes. That Tiffany Evans promise ring, Tiffany Evans, her father. Can you hear me from Tyler Perry, Tiffany Evans? So he got her on a track, um, top three. That's that track is probably in top three, and that is called "Texting My Ex." So Tiffany Evans is in um, May. May I featuring Mr. Topbox? Mr. Topbox is like is two chain. I mean, is T Pain, but he's talking in like auto tune. But I think like that's his alter ego, I guess. Um, and then I actually had four tops for this one. The third one was CC from DC. It's a go-go song featuring Wale. It's really, really cool. Um, I like that they put those together. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just never really expected to hear T-Pain on a go-go song, but that shit is lit. Um, and last but not least, uh, that comeback. Um, and we all know what that comeback is referring to. Um, and it's featuring Neo, I guess it's not really listed as a feature. It's just the title of the song is that comeback and it's, it's Neo and T-Pain. So I don't think it's featured as a, it's, I don't think Neo's a feature. Neo's actually like co-wrote the song or whatever. So I like that Neo was on there because, you know, I, I just miss Neo making hits and making, I was, a, when I was in high school, I was a huge, huge Neo fan so hearing him back on the record was really, was pretty cool. Okay, Jaden Smith released um, his album, his debut album, Sire. And it's actually, is really, really good. Um, he, I think on the first episode, I actually talked about a mixtape that Jaden released. I think it's, it's called CTV2. Um, he released that in 2016 as a mixtape. But, and that one had hits on it too. He, I love him and, and Willow's relationship. Willow also released the album too. That's really good. I'm not going to talk about hers, but it's good. Um, but Jaden Smith has, you know, some bangers on here as well. He's got features from, uh, ASAP Rocky and Rari. Um, and those are actually in my top two that I like from this album. So the first is Falcon. That's featuring Rari. The second is Icon. And then the third is Breakfast featuring ASAP Rocky. So also, if you haven't, I'm, I'm just now catching up on like the Rap Radar podcast, and which that's also one of my faves. ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg did an interview together on, um, on the Rap Radar podcast, and it was really, really good. Um, just hearing their story is really cool. Y'all know I'm into 
stories and storytelling. But anyway, Jaden Smith did such a good job with this album. Um, I hope he gets the credit he deserves. Sometimes he gets slipped. I mean, sometimes people that we don't really know about or care enough about, they don't get the credit that they deserve or they get slept on. And I think that um, people should really give Jaden a chance. Um, he does really, he does really good. And Willow did good too. Hers is just very like, Willow, like Jaden Smith's album is more like you could, you could squeeze a radio hit out of his album, but like Willow, I don't see her, her stuff coming to radio. Not saying that it's not good. I just don't see it coming to radio. It's just a, or if it does, it's going to be like, if you're from Columbia, you know what 104.7 is. It's like the white people radio station. If Willow stuff did come to the radio, that's what station it would be on. Like white people, like pop. It's kind of got like an emo-ish twist to it. Like it's, it's interesting, but it's good though. Cause, cause Willow's voice is so strong. And, um, I, I mean, I would love to see Willow in concert. I told you I wasn't going to talk about her album and here I am talking about it. But anyway, the last album that I want to talk about is the Walls group, honey. So the Walls group is a, a young Christian group. They're all, I think they're all brothers and sisters. If they're not brothers and sisters, maybe they're cousins. But I think they're they're brothers and sisters, or maybe they're friends. I don't know. But they are very, very talented. And so the Walls group has released an album, a gospel album called The Other Side. And they got some hits on there. But my favorite, y'all know I love a sample. My favorite on their album is um, it's called Word. But the unique twist to word is, which is very unique because this is a gospel album, but they sampled D'Angelo's How Does It Feel? That sounds strange, but you need to listen to it because it's it's really, really good. And they all can sing. They're actually a young group. Um, I can't I think that the oldest member of the group is like in his mid to late twenties. But everybody else is pretty young, so twenty twenty to twenty-eight is probably their age group um but they're good also the other song that they have uh, that I like is called good it's kind of like an old school quartet vibe and you if you're from the south and you was raised in the church you know exactly what I'm talking about it's very like Rance Alleny type feel yeah it's very like hole in the wall type feel that type of beat so they did really good with that. And then the last one that I liked is you don't is and you don't stop. So y'all listen to those. Those are the albums that I'm into. Let's talk about singles. So I have four singles that I really, really like. Uh first one is Evergreen by Yeba. If you don't know who she is, she's formerly a part of Third Story, which is also like a kind of a I guess an underground group. I'm not sure, but um, Yeba can sing, uh, she's a white girl, but she be hitting runs like Kim, like she Kim Burrell or somebody. Um, you gotta really listen to her. She has a voice. I really wish that she would have just released the album and not teased us with a single, but listen to it. It's called Evergreen. Obviously my second single that I like is Lemon. Um, that's Pharrell and Rihanna. Um, Lemon's pretty good. It's a radio hit. Um, Rihanna, I think everybody likes it so much because Rihanna is legit rapping on this. Um, I pull up with a lemon. Wait a minute. You know, so, I mean, she does a really good job. And, but she also gave us a rap tease anyway on loyalty with Kendrick Lamar. So, I don't know why everybody's, everybody's acting so surprised. Because, I mean, we been knew Rihanna had bars. And so, now, she officially just was like, I'm done teasing y'all. Here's the whole thing. 
third single that I like is On My Mind. I, I can't remember, I can't figure out if you pronounce her name Georgia or Jorha. I'm pretty sure it's Georgia. It's J-O-R-J-A, Georgia Smith. Um, she's a, um, a singer from the UK and she popped up on like my, uh, songs you might like playlist. And ever since then, I've just been like digging and I like doing that. Like if I listen to like song, my suggestions playlist on Apple music or Spotify, if I hear one song from an artist that I like, then I go back and like dig into like their old EPs and albums. If I haven't like you know, really experience any of their music. So that's what I've been doing with Georgia Smith. She has one EP out and I think she might have another one coming, but the song is called On My Mind. It's very like clubby, like techno-y, but still like it, you still can vibe to it. It's not like over the top where you're like, all right, girl, I'm not in the mood for all that, but it's a really good song. Lastly, um, my last official like full episode, I interviewed Goose Rage of 803 The Click. Um, you know that 803 The Click is a collective of musical artists and producers and just all around talents. And uh, a member of 803 The Click, actually the founder of 803 The Click has a track out now that I absolutely love. Um, Emperor Timeline, you heard him freestyling on, the, on that episode with uh, Goose Rage as well. But his song is called One. And it's on SoundCloud. I'm not sure if it's on Apple Music, but it's on it's on SoundCloud for sure. So just look up Emperor Timeline and the song is called Onay, O-N-O-Y. And obviously, like I always do, I'm going to link all of these um, albums and these singles in the description box for y'all to get into. And my favorite upcoming album, um, not my favorite upcoming, my <laughs> the upcoming album that I'm most excited for is Miguel's album. It's called, ooh, what is it called? Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. I should have wrote that down. Sorry, I didn't. Anyway, Miguel has an album coming out that I'm very, very excited for. Oh, it's going to be called War and Leisure. So he has released um, three awesome heavy hitting singles um of course he gave us skywalker first with travis scott then he gave us told you so and then i think a week ago he gave us pineapple skies so and all of these songs are like feel good music they're great singles and like i already told y'all if the singles is fire you know the album about to be bomb so he um it looks like this album is going to have 12 tracks so, and I think it's coming out. Oh, shoot. And he, one of the 12 tracks is Come Through and Chill featuring J. Cole. It hasn't been released yet, but I see it on here. Um, but yeah, so he's got that coming out. I'm excited. It's coming out December 1st. So I can't wait to hear more about that um, and to hear more from Miguel. Because it's been a minute since we got an album from him. I can't remember the last album he did. But anyway, all of his albums have been pretty good. So yeah, that's the tune segment. Um, next up is the FUBU segment. And I can't wait for you guys to hear from this special guest. Uh, she is a black female entrepreneur. She's doing great things. Um, she actually just graduated from USC. She's going to tell you a little bit more about her story. Um, but her name is Megan. So get into it. We're going to hear from her in a few moments. Black women are the fastest and largest growing group of entrepreneurs in America. A famous proverb from African-American women is, fuck it, I'll do it myself. 
This proverb carries over into entrepreneurship as well. Megan Smalls is an example of a black woman who has her own. If you visit her site, shopmdl.com, you'll find intricate handmade bracelets and chokers all created and designed by Megan. After admiring her hustle and passion for fashion from afar, I decided to have Megan on the show to discuss how she got her start in fashion, looks, and design. Here's Megan's story. Hi, Megan. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me today. Yes, thanks for coming. I've been watching you all over Instagram, <laughs> getting your hustle on, yes. you know, showing off your products. So I was like, let me bring Megan on. Let's talk about what she's doing. Yeah, well, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So let's jump in. Um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, tell us where you're from, where you went to school, stuff like that. Okay, so I'm from Winsboro, South Carolina, our hometown, of course. Yes. So I went to school at the University of South Carolina. I was actually transferred there from the College of Charleston. So I went to, um, yeah, USC. I was a retail major. Um, my major was fashion merchant. Well, it was retail. My concentration was fashion merchandising, and okay. I was actually a business minor as well, but I dropped that. So, yep, I finished at USC as a retail major. Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Is that is that popular? Is that underneath business? Business, right? Um, No, it's actually a part of the HRSM school. So, there's okay. hospitality and tourism, retail, IT, um, what, sport and sports management. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, it's a, like it is like a business major, but mm-hmm. it's... Um, it's catered to the consumers. Okay. So, yeah, instead of business to business, it's business to consumer. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So, you have this shop online, Shop MNDL. Yes. I checked, it, I checked out the website, looked at some of your products. You got all these bracelets, chokers, yeah. <laughs> all this stuff. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And you made all this yourself. This is handmade, right? Yeah, so all of my bracelets are handmade. Um, some of my necklaces are, some aren't, but majority, like, 90 nine percent of all my jewelry is handmade okay yeah. wow all one of a kind so how did you learn how to make jewelry um, like when did you start doing it so my aunt actually taught me how to make um jewelry make my bracelets it's kind of like our pastime we'll just go you know go to the beast store order some beads mm-hmm. and that's what we'll do you know just making bracelets in the house you know just killing time yeah so yeah <laughs> that's um how i got into it like i said um bracelets like bracelets they're one of my favorite accessories so i always like wear them out people always tell me like hey i like your bracelets so i was like you know why not start selling them yeah so that's how you decided to develop the yeah the the website website. wow and you developed that yourself or you have a friend um actually had a friend from high school Mm. he reached out to me he saw i was putting my bracelets on instagram he was like hey you don't have a website you know Mm -hmm. are you thinking about it so I was like, yeah. So we kind of teamed up together, and he delivered my beautiful website. Wow. And, yeah. it, and it does look good, y'all. Hey. Y'all got to check it out. <laughs> I'm going to put a link for it um, in the description box. So, you know, as as an online business owner, what is some overall goals that you have? You know, sometimes people want to take their businesses off, off the website and into, like, a physical space. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people want to have a booth in the mall. Like, what's right. your – what do you think – you would see your shop in like the next, I don't know, three to five years. I three guess. to five years. Um, I definitely want to build up my product lines. Definitely, you know, offer um different kinds of, you know, other jewelry is rather than like the bracelets and necklaces. Um, I definitely think I want to go into doing uh things more catered to men. Oh, okay. A lot of like I have a lot of customers 
majority of my customers have been men. Wow. Yeah. Getting bracelets. Uh, right, yeah. Getting That's bracelets. Cool. I always tell people that unisex people get so scared. Because, yeah. like, I'm always modeling them. So, yeah. I'm like, I need me a male model. Yeah. So, you know, they'll know, like, it's for y'all, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I definitely want to cater to more guys. Mm-hmm. And I do want to, um, I do want to be in stores. Yeah. So, I think that's going to be a next goal for me for the next year. Definitely get in some stores. Yeah. Expanding, yeah. like, mm-hmm. partnerships and Right. Stuff. Yeah. Do some wholesaling. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, you, didn't you do an internship at a big company or something in college? Yeah. So, over the summer, I did a retail management internship with Nordstrom. Ooh. So, I did that for two months. Um Yes, I was a designer handbag re- uh, intern. Oh. Yeah, so, so that was super fun. was it like Devil Wears Prada? No. It like- <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, um, it was, I was on the sales floor every day, um, but I did a lot of management mm-hmm. classes, sales okay. classes. Um, in the store? Within yeah, the store? In the, yeah, within the store. Wow. So it was like seven interns, including me. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a very, like. A very interesting program. Yeah. I loved it. Um, and and it was like interns from other colleges mm-hmm. too? Yeah, from other colleges. Mainly, everyone was from like schools in North Carolina. Okay. And then me and one other girl, we were from USC. Okay. Yeah. And this was, North Carolina. and this, this was in Nordstrom in Atlanta? This was Nordstrom in Charlotte, North okay. Carolina. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's yeah. cool. I think like sometimes when we're shopping, you don't really think about all the other stuff yeah, behind the behind scenes. Behind the scenes, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of hard work. It's definitely long hours, hard work, but it's always rewarding, you know. Yeah, just satisfying customers, you know, just building a clientele. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. do you think that you would like to sell some of your your jewelry to Nordstrom if possible? Yeah, definitely. I would love to sell my jewelry to Nordstrom one day. That's definitely a goal of mine. Nice. Yeah. Well, so talk, let's talk about, you know, you want to be a stylist. Mm-hmm. And so does that also roll over into like wanting to design like a clothing line or you just like picking pieces for people? Yeah. Um. So when I was younger, I used to sketch a lot. Like I really okay. want to be a fashion designer, but I am not good with my hands. I cannot <laughs> sew. I try to learn how to sew with a sewing machine. I had a sewing machine since I was like nine years old and it's been <laughs> sitting in my closet since I've been nine years old. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know yeah. how that is. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I still sketch. I still have the goal and the dream of becoming a fashion designer. But I think I want to get, I think I would do a shoe line first. Okay. I like designing shoes. Yeah. I love shoes. And I think it's a great market because mm-hmm. everybody loves shoes. Everybody loves shoes. Yeah. You're right. So, yeah. But with the styling, um, yeah, I always wanted to style. I I just like it, you know. Was any um are there classes like within what did you say your your program retail, retail management yeah. retail yeah it was retail so yeah is there any is there any like styling courses no not at my school you just gotta um, have an eye for yeah, it yeah you just kind of have <laughs> gotta have an eye for it and how I like to stay up today is just watching you know those influences like yeah Tiana Taylor fabulous like, oh those yeah are my top two yeah wow yeah yeah just. Yeah. So your favorite, so if you had to pick your top three, like, favorite people that, in the fashion industry that you oh, like man. to look at, <laughs> just pe- people yeah. that wear, give me three people that wear the clothes and then three, like, stylists. Oh, okay. 
So the they wear the clothes, definitely like I said, Rihanna, fabulous. Mm-hmm. And I really like Khloe Kardashian style. Yeah. She's always like, you know, she's always cute, but she mm-hmm. always look comfy. Yeah. So she does. yeah, oh that's kind of my style. Cute but comfy. Yeah. <laughs> but um the stylist, my top three stylists would be Alori Swank, Renato Nehemiah, mm-hmm. and um, June Ambrose. Okay. Yeah. I know. I only know one. I know June Ambrose because she had that show for a little yeah, bit, like on VH1 or something. Mm-hmm. I used to love that show. I don't know why right. it got canceled. Yeah, right. Yeah, because she styles it. everybody. I follow mm-hmm. her and her daughter on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Her daughter's gonna be a little fashionista too. Right. Um. Yeah. Cool. So if you, so you think your go-to would be like comfy but cute yeah definitely style. yeah mm-hmm. what i always like to do i like to have a statement piece so rather it's gonna be my shoes or a jacket or a top yeah or some shades or my jewelry like if i wear you know just wearing a t-shirt and some distressed jeans i'll probably wear like some cool shoes or have my arm filled up with bracelets yeah and, you know a nice watch or something yeah i think That's it's cool. all in the details yeah yeah so you don't like to do too much right but you gotta have that pop right but you know if the occasion costs for i will do too much <laughs> i will do the most uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i feel that i yeah. feel that that's cool. So, have you styled anybody before, or you always just keep like friends? You, um, yeah, like I've did shopping trips with friends. Okay, um, yeah. So, yeah, hell, you know, I always like to look at the lifestyle that they live. You know, mm-hmm. if they have an occasion coming up, you know, watch their style. If they want to do something new, you know, yeah, yeah, just getting them out of their comfort zone. So, what are your uh, probably your favorite pieces that you have for? The winter coming up. I know the winter's Ooh. coming. What's your favorite like statement piece that you know I'm about to kill them with this yeah. this season? So I have a so I'm a really big fan of motorcycle jackets. Mm-hmm. Motorcycle jackets are my favorite favorite. Yes. Oh, I messed it up, but yeah, they're <laughs> my favorite. Um, so I have a suede brown. Uh, BCBG motorcycle jacket mm-hmm. and it has like tassels. I had it on Instagram before, but that's just like my favorite jacket. Yeah, just because the tassels and it's so fun. Mm-hmm. I always so just, that's your statement yeah, piece. That's my statement piece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> girl. So I bought some. Um, I went to Target and you know, well, you know how Gucci has the little loafers with the yeah, fur on the inside, right? Yeah, <laughs> Target. <laughs> Y'all, Target sells some little fake ones if you want to get some. Right. So I bought some for like thirty dollars <laughs> in Target. I'm trying to figure out a way to style them. Yeah. What will be your best suggestion? They're black and they okay. have the fur on the inside. What color is the fur on the inside? Brown. Brown. Yes. Oh, I my favorite pants that I always say looks great with everything is a black pencil leg pants. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like black jeans. Yeah. Or, you know, just some colored jeans. Yeah. Just black. I love them. They yeah. look good with everything. A high waist always. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, I think with I like might try white, that. You know, with a white button up or, you yeah. know, something like that. I okay. think that'd be really classy. All right. I, <laughs> I, Megan just styled me, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Um, So do you think career-wise, do you, do you think that styling is like, is, is that your goal mm-hmm. or like you want to be your own, you want to own your own store? Like what career-wise do you think it, is your goal? Um... So definitely in the future, I definitely want to own my own um, luxury boutique. Mm -hmm. So I want it to be catered to men and women, just offering, you know, from jewelry to clothes to shoes, you know, accessories. So that's my ultimate goal. I definitely want to open luxury boutiques in major cities like here in Atlanta, 
um, Miami, maybe Chicago, New York, right. things like that. So yeah, that's the that's the end goal. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So from these from those experiences in college and you know. Um, interning with Nordstrom, that's a big deal. Um, you know, making bracelets and learning the ins and outs of, you know, mailing stuff to customers, mm-hmm. making sure the customer is satisfied, things like that. What do you think are some key takeaways in those experiences that you've gained that you know you'll carry with you, you know, from here on out? Mm-hmm. Where you're like, if, if I didn't learn this here, I don't yeah. know where I'll be. So definitely the first thing I would definitely say is just customer service. Yeah. Um, that's the number one goal. And word of mouth is so like it's so crucial. People don't realize how <laughs> how far that you know, yeah. even with this podcast, like starting this podcast, I was like, I don't really think anybody's gonna listen. I don't think, you know, it's gonna reach that many yeah. people. And I would go places and I would have my coworkers say, girl, my, my mama's sister listens to your podcast. Or I would, when I was gone for those three months, I had friends like texting me, oh my God, girl, my friend from college has been on my nerves trying to figure out why your podcast ain't been in her little yeah. uh, subscription box. You know, so <laughs> it's so crazy how fast and well word of mouth works. Right, yeah. I think sometimes that we over depend on like social media when yeah. you got to go back to old faithful. Right, yep. word of old mouth. faithful, yeah. Because yeah. I'm still learning with social media. Like I'm still trying to find, you know, that neck, that niche. Yeah. But word of mouth is like that's the number one goal for me with yeah. customer service. Like whenever I sell a bracelet, I always have a handwritten note. Yep. That's something I learned in school, like in professional development classes. But mm-hmm. people really care about that type of stuff. They really do. You know? I mean, that's the same thing too. Like an old fashioned Yeah. People like don't nobody write letters anymore. Right. Nobody saying I remember I was so mad at my mama when I graduated <laughs> from college. She literally made me handwrite yep. thank you notes to everybody. To everyone. And then I was like Nobody cares about this. And then, like, uh, I think not too long ago, actually, a family friend that I hadn't seen since I graduated college, I ran into her in the mall. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, girl, we got your thank you note in the mail. We loved it. I was like, I wouldn't even open it. Like, I just, you know, so you got to, re- that, that thank you note, those handwritten notes, like, that makes people feel like, mm-hmm. you know, you really care and it's really right. important to you. So that makes right. them feel good. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Um, so what advice do you have for somebody who wants to get into the field of fashion or who wants to start their, their own online shop or mm-hmm. is looking for their passion and what area they want to do in fa- in the fashion industry? Um, what would be your best words of advice to them? Um, I would definitely say, I would say true to yourself. Stay true to your style. Don't try to duplicate someone else's style because it's not going to work. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, it's wow. not going to work. But yeah, always stay knowledgeable. Stay knowledgeable as well. Mm-hmm. Like always, you know, if you can learn from something, take away from it. Learn from it. Yeah. You know, learn the dip. You know, I always like to look at like different websites that okay. talk about you know the new trends or yeah. you know the color schemes that's gonna be popular for the next mm-hmm. year. So I know you know what could sell, what's gonna sell. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to make a profit mm-hmm. in business. So you know, do what's right. Do yeah, just do what's gonna make money. Yeah, <laughs> do what's gonna the secure the bag. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your what's your favorite um websites that you look at to keep you on trend? On trend, um, definitely Vogue. Okay, that's one. Yeah. Uh, 
It's to the point where I just Google. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, Google. <laughs> What's Google is trend? my favorite site. I'll be, yeah. Yeah, I'll be telling them, listen, Miss yeah. Google is free, and she's open 24-7. Right. So you got to use her. That's right. cool. Yeah. yeah. So, well, Megan has brought tons of bracelets, and <laughs> she's giving us a look. So I'm going to take pictures and um, post pictures of Megan and all of her jewelry on um, the Insta- the show's Instagram so make sure you follow at It's Froisha's World on Instagram. Um, send us an email if you have more questions for Megan that I didn't hit. These are always just general questions, but if you have specific questions about your path that you're on, send us an email. Uh, it's Froisha's World at gmail.com. And um, yeah, so I appreciate you stopping in to chat with me, Megan. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm yes. so happy to be here. Yes, thank thanks you, so thank much you. for sharing your advice, um, your expertise, and hopefully you'll have some more customers buying bracelets because yeah. they heard the, the show. Right. All right, y'all, appreciate you listening to Megan um, and listening to me talk about Megan's expertise. All right, all right. You heard it here first, people. Make sure that you go on Megan's website and shop for all the beautiful bracelets and necklaces that she's making. Like she said, all of them are one of a kind. I will definitely have post pictures of um, her, you know, jewelry and all of that posted on the show's Instagram. Like I said, make sure you're following us. Again, her website is um, shopmndl.com. So I hope that you, all those aspiring stylists, business owners, I hope you took some inspiration from everything that Megan had to say. And I hope that, again, you'll invest in black businesses. That's also a key component of the show. Make sure you buy back the block because this is for us. It's by us. It's catering to nobody but us. So make sure that you're investing and um, it can be something as small as support or it can be, you know, you purchasing something as well. So make sure that you're doing, make sure that you're doing that for sure. The last segment is of course, story time. Um, I don't have an, a single individual story for you guys. However, I just want to catch you up to speed on all the, t- the stuff that's been happening to me. Um, so in the meantime, while we have not been speaking, um, while we've been taking our little break from one another, um, here's a list of all the things that have happened to me. So I broke up with Big Baby Drum. I found out that he was cheating on me. We were together for um, just about a year and some change. And I found out that he cheated on me. And the way that I found out is I saw that he had a pair of legs in his bed that wasn't mine. So we broke up. But I was already thinking about breaking up with him anyway because a lot of his music that he'd been releasing has not been up to par with, you know, the album that he released in 2015. Or was that 2016? Either way, the the music is has not been good. He just released a song called Crumbs featuring... That's how bad it is. I don't even know who it's featuring. But, like, he just hasn't been giving us radio hits. Um, and I'm concerned. And I was slowly starting to become embarrassed. So, I was already thinking about breaking up with him. So, I mean, he just kind of beat me to the punch by cheating on me. But we're going to leave it where it's at. Like, whatever. Um, also another thing that happened to me was, um, my dog Luna, who you always hear barking in the background most of the time, got hit by a car. Um, she's still alive. She's fine. She had to have emergency surgery. Um, so I had to spend thousands of dollars that I didn't technically have, but you know, we always say, especially as a black person, like I feel like growing up, we always just kind of raise dogs in a country way. So like if anything happens to the dog, 
that's just what happens to the dog. Like, I'm not about to do nothing extra. We just going to put it down if it need to be put down. Like, I'm not paying for no extra surgery. If it get cancer, it's just going to have to, you know, live its best life for the rest of those days. I just wasn't raised on spending all this money on dogs. But girl, when I when my dog got hit by that car, who 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 wasn't about to spend all their life savings on their dog? Who? So my daughter is living. She's healthy. Um, she's skimming through the house right now. Well, actually, no, she's she's not skimming through the house currently. Um, I had to send her to my cousin's house because she be getting too live when it's time for the podcast. And I was in the mood to be telling her to shut up, pausing and re-editing and cutting out her barking and all that on the podcast. So that's also something that happened. Um, more recently, I'm actually, I'm actually glad that this happened at this moment because I can, I've lived to tell you, to tell the tale. So, um, I had my last trip for work coming from Dallas and I flew into, of course, um, Hartsville Jackson, the airport in Atlanta. And if you've been to that airport before, you know that there's a, a plane train. It's called a plane train. It's basically like a subway, but like, it's in the airport. So when you get off the train, you, you, you ride, I mean, when you get off the plane, you ride the train from your gate where you got dropped off at on the plane to uh, baggage claim. So that's what I was doing. Of course I was, I took the train. My um, terminal was the last terminal. So I was literally going from one end of the airport to the other. For some reason I flew back on a Friday. So no, on a Saturday, for some reason the airport was like, very very crowded like more crowded than normal and so I um got on the train and you know sometimes how the train if you live in New York you can relate the train sometimes is crowded and people push their way on now that's not the most comfortable situation when you can just wait for the next train especially in the airport because literally the train comes every minute so what is the point of you pushing to get on the train so anyway I get on the train and technically I was by myself and I had one carry-on, which was a backpack, and my purse. So I ain't really had that much stuff. So I was like, well, I'm about to get my ass on this train. It was one last spot left for me to get on. I get on. Of course, this large-ass white man pushes his way on, too. Now, like I said, remind you, they're literally, I, w- I was the last person that the train had room for to be on the shit. So I get on, I didn't push anybody to get on the train. I, it literally was enough standing room for my two feet and my backpack. So I get on the train. As soon as I get on, the door's about to close. So this man squeezes his big ass. He uses his hands to pry, like to keep the door, to pry the doors open, like to keep them from shutting all the way. And he pushes his way onto the train. That's fine. He done pushed me. I'm not going to lose my cool. Great. He, he pushes me, gets onto the train. As soon as he gets on, because he like the doors were closing anyway. And you know, the way the trains are programmed, as soon as the doors close, the train takes off. So he got on, as soon as he got on, the doors closed, train took off. Obviously, he was so busy forcing himself onto the comp- onto the plane that he um, he forgot to brace himself for when the train is actually going to take off. So the train takes off as soon as, he get, as soon as he gets on, and obviously the train is taking off kind of rough. So this man falls on top of me, y'all. And I'm not talking like he just stumbled and I stumbled. No, no, no. We fall all the way to the floor of this train and of this crowded train. There was also a child behind me. So I'm, I don't think I fell on top of the child. The child, like when I was falling, the child just got like knocked out of the way. So all of this is happening on the train. 
and this man is still on top of me. Like I, I'm like, I think I just blacked out when I fell and I wake up and he's still on top of me. I was like, get off of me, get off of me. Like I was like yelling. And so everybody was looking like not really doing anything because of course white people don't want to say anything. I was the only black girl on the train. Um, you know, so of course nobody really wanted to say anything or really start no, you know, they didn't want, really want no smoke. So the the man is still like getting up also because he also was old. So I'm like, yo, big old ass shouldn't have pushed your weight on this train anyway. And we would have been in this predicament. So brother pushes me, you know, I'm like, I'm pushing him to get off of me. So he gets off me. Of course, like I said, I'm taking the train from one end of the airport to the other. So I had to stare his ugly ass all the way to baggage claim. And then he gets, he gets off the train. He's like, yeah, it would have helped if you would have moved over. And I was like, yeah, it would have helped if you would have waited for the next train, pal, buddy. Like, what the? F- I can't stand when people be acting entitled when you really could just wait. Like, it's not that big of a deal. So next time y'all come to the airport and you need to get on the plane train, make sure that you wait for your turn and make sure that it's room for you to actually get your ass on there. The other thing that happened to me, um... The other thing that happened to me while we were apart is um, when I was traveling for work, I lost my corporate credit card and I almost lost my job along with that. And so um, I had to do a lot of finessing and a lot of other things. They were legal. There were legal activities, but I had to do a lot of that while I was out there in New Orleans, you know, kind of making things work for me. Um, so that's also a thing. Also, I went to Boston for a conference and they had like this, um, they had a hemp festival going on cause they had just legalized weed in Boston. So I had two weed lollipops and, um, yeah. And they said I had two weed pop, weed lollipops that somebody gave me for free. So that was fun. Um, yeah. And that was my first time in Boston. So like, that really set the tone for Boston. So uh, Boston is a lit city as far as I know. And I also got to hang out with one of my friends from college who uh, lives there currently. So that was cool. Um, A lot of other things happened to me and I kept thinking like, dang, I really need to tell everybody this when I get my podcast back up. But um, it's not coming to me right now. And I actually have, um, I'm just, I don't know, I'm having amnesia. But anyway, um, if you guys didn't know, if you're not following Froisha's World on Instagram, the Instagram handle is at it's Froisha's World. If you have something that you want to hear on the show, if you if you want to be a special guest on the show, I'm open to coming to you as long as you don't live like in Oregon or something like that. Um, yeah, email us. Tell us what you want to talk about. Um, the email is it's Froisha's World at gmail.com. Also, you know, Apple Music now has updated to where you can follow people. Follow me on Inst- on um, Apple Music. My Apple Music handle is at the T-H-E-E Mo M-O Calda C-A-W-T-A. 
So make sure you follow me on there. I have a couple playlists up. You know, I'm always keeping you up to date on the new tunes. And you can kind of be nosy and get in my tea and see what I'm listening to, see what artists that I'm stalking, I'm doing the back history for. You can you can see all of that. So make sure you follow me. I'm always trying to add playlists. I'm going to try to do a better job of that now, especially since my podcast is up and running. Um, also, I want you guys to hear a video that inspires me. So hold one moment before I go. What's up? Is you mad because I got the one house with the brown doe and all y'all hoes living with the white hoes? Yeah, bitch, what's up? Every time you come to my house, baby, it's food in the refrigerator, beds, got your mattresses, yo, y'all hoes, pallets, sleeping, yeah. And that's up here. Girl, y'all hoes been eating sugar sandwiches since I could butt the fucking thank, girl. Stir with, with bread. Y'all, you and your kids eat beanies and wing teeth. Y'all, bitch. Me and my kids are very much so eating tortillas, tortitos, yeah, pizza roll. Yeah. Why y'all hoes sitting down there? Yeah. Living bad, bitch. You see the curl. You see the bump. You see the movement. You see the wave, girl. Why you still sitting over there with that process, true glory? Yeah, your baby was fed to to school. My child taught me. Tell my to step it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that is Famous Ron. That's his Instagram. It's at Famous Ron with four N's. You need to look him up on Instagram so you can get a good laugh. Um, that's literally why I look at him because he is hilarious. So, um, yeah, that's someone who inspires me. I think that he's absolutely hilarious. But anyway, as always, I hope that you guys will be longtime listeners of the show. I'm so happy to be back again. For those of you who don't remember shows, full episodes come out every other Monday. So if this episode is here this Monday that means the next episode will take place on um December 4th so be on the lookout for that um I definitely definitely hope that you guys are also telling your mamas your cousins your sisters your brothers about the show how great it is um just always put somebody on um and also make sure you're following us on all social media handles we also have a twitter too if I didn't tell you that it's called at Froisha's world so follow us, stay in the know, stay in the loop. Um, and there will be Minnesota's every Monday in between full episodes. So I appreciate you guys and I will catch you next time. Peace. Shining, 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 yeah. Oh, this way. Shining, 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 yeah. I win, win, I win, win, I win, win.